0: I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out
1: we got So this week, Neil, you chose the song Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, and you reached out to an old friend of ours, Sarah Flannery, to do the cover. And Sarah, you thank you for joining us, and thank you for doing the cover of Bad Guy. Did you have fun?
2: Well, thank you for having me, and I was, I mean, to be honest, I was slightly terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's such a, kind of a, an iconic song for, like, this generation's songs. Yeah. Every once in a while you get these songs that change the way music sounds in popular music. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those songs that it changes the directions where people go when they make music. And so it was an undertaking. So, but I, I I ultimately had a lot of fun
1: with it. Now, how familiar with the song were you before we asked you to do this?
2: I had heard it on the radio and it was one of those songs that, I'm a country blues girl, so it's not... Like a, yeah. that station or song, I don't usually turn that on. I'm more of like a Guy Clark, yeah. on Prime girl. But mm-hmm. um, So when I, I, I knew the song, but I had never actually listened to the lyrics. I just kind of always heard the hook,
0: mm-hmm. The I'm yeah. a bad
2: guy, and then I heard the bass. So it was actually really cool that I can um, listen to the song kind of new, but have a, a feeling of the song.
1: For sure. So now, how did you approach it?
2: I first listened to the song. Because I was like...
1: Step one. Step
2: one. (laughs) I don't get too heady about when I listen to a song. I think about what are like two things, how do I feel when I listen to this song? Yeah. And the first thing that I heard and felt, I felt and heard like that bass. And I I love bass. So I heard the bass and then I heard, I heard this like kind of cool relaxness to it. And then the next place I go is how do I how do I make this song this song, but still make it m- my version of this song? Without, Absolutely, Without yeah. being derivative, you know, of just copying a song that's done, because you can't copy this song on an acoustic guitar. It's, like, <laughs> literally <laughs> impossible.
1: No, you gotta get creative, that's for sure. And you sent me a version pretty quickly after we had kind of touched bass, and it, I think the first version was just you and an acoustic, right?
2: Yeah, I always start with my guitar, and then just, I kind of try to get the essence, like the vibe of the song. And so I, I always start with rhythm and what is the yeah. rhythm of the song.
1: And I, thought, and I thought that that version of it sounded great. I thought you could've, we could have just released that one, but you, you, you wanted to add bass.
2: I had to have the bass. I mean, that song, <laughs> the first thing is that that bass line. And yeah, that just mm-hmm. grabs you in. I just really wanted to have that that bass and drum. That song is bass and drum. Yeah. I actually, before I sent you that, I had already written melodically two other versions of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I like I work fast. I I don't I definitely don't think with my head on it. I go, what I try to. I, I find that when you make music, it's always like the easiest version is the best version. Yeah. Like if you're but trying you're... to overwork a song, it it. It's never, like, right. So I was trying to kind of overwork it at first, and it just wasn't right. And then I was just like, I just need to find the... I, I did it in a way where it was, like, too far away from the cover. And then I was being too literal. And then I came... The the first recording I sent to you, I just recorded it on GarageBand on my phone in one take. Yeah. And that was, that was the third...
1: You found a nice middle ground in there. That's that's good. And so you did decide to, to add the bass. Now, you did not play the bass on this, correct?
2: I did not. I played the rhythm guitars, which are kind of like, I call them the skeleton of the track. And then that's where I go to um, a little help from my friend's <laughs> section of, like, producing a song. And so I was like, Neil, help! <laughs> and um, I, Neil, help. And then I had another friend who he tracked bass for me and his name is Eric Holt. He's one of those guys that just plays like every instrument and he works nice. super fast, like, because you just need someone to carry the beat and add some, you know,
1: for sure. And like you said, I mean, it's a, it's an essential element of the song. So it was, I think it was a good choice. And then after the bass, you worked with Neil. Neil, what did you think when you first heard the version that Sarah sent?
3: Um, like you said, I thought it was good enough, almost just good to go ship it. (laughs) Let's (laughs) move on. (laughs) That's really Um, nice.
2: And sometimes those raw acoustic one takes are, are the best.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But I think it turned out better for sure. Like it, it was just good to hear your original, um, you know, ideation on the song. And then once, um, once you sent me kind of the more, um, put together track, I had learned the song, but I certainly sat down and started playing along with it, and it didn't happen easy. It was kind of like I know the song, but what do I add that isn't too much that is really cool? How how much do I want to like really dive into this, or just try to add some you know frosting on top? And I just did, I did a couple versions. I, I did some tracks of um, mandolin and guitar, and we kind of sent it back and forth and figured out the best mix of those two.
1: And actually, he 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 played me. Your mix and his mix, and I agreed with
2: you, Sarah. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, you know, I've learned with music, we all have a certain taste that we like, right?
0: Absolutely. And so
2: I think good music often comes down to taste, and more is definitely not better. Um, But I also, sometimes you need to hear all those other versions to eliminate and hear what is good. And so (laughs) Neil, he, he gave me some guitar tracks, and then I was like, so sorry, but do you mind if you send me kind of more of a, you know, electric guitar vibe on top of that, you know, without such the moody, like, underlay? And he did. And I didn't really use it. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: but I needed to hear it to know that it didn't belong in yeah. the song.
1: You're, um, you're doing your due diligence.
3: You yeah. Know. You go with instincts. I did. I did the wah. And then I was like, ah, you know, without like it being amazing, it it's just going to sound added on. And then I did mandolin and she was like, oh, let's, let's hear some wah. And I was happy to do it because it sounds cool. It just, it's not like, it sounds just cool, like in a bubble. That's why I had to send it to Josh. Like anytime I do anything, someone has to hear it, even if it's just my <laughs> mix of the guitar, you know, but it did, it did end up <laughs> sounding great. The, uh, the mix you put together.
2: And as you know, as when you record, you know, you give yourself a couple takes, like, you record the mandolin all the way through and then you maybe do another mm-hmm. take all the way through and then you hear what sounds good and then maybe you punch in in parts, right? But when I heard the mandolin all the way through, it sounded really busy. Like it mm-hmm, just sounded mm-hmm. like too much. Um, and that's why I wanted to hear the wah guitar like in replace of the mandolin. But then when I put everything together, I was like... I don't have to use all of this. I can use it in sections, and and that's when it really. I just started hearing it, and it just started really coming together for me,
1: at least. Yeah, so so you basically produced this thing.
2: I did. This is like my first kind of baby step into producing, I guess, nice. because I I just always feel I'm like I'm not enough. I need help, like, and I do. <laughs> it, I do need help, but um, in terms of like having an ear and having taste, I think that that's the most important part, and knowing like, what do I want to hear? Like if I'm listening to a song, what do I want to hear? And you just kind of ask yourself
1: these questions. Well, like you just said, people have different tastes. If you're putting it out there, if you're putting yourself out there, you kind of want it to be something that you like first. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Now, was producing your favorite part of the recording process?
2: I found myself really enjoying it, to be Mm -hmm. honest. I usually always, even though I, I do not consider myself a vocalist, um, usually yep. my favorite part of recording are vocals because I feel like there's a freedom within the structure. And also when you get sure when I you am. get to vocals, you it feels like you're almost done. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> you know, kind of a nice feeling. But when I sat down and put all the pieces together, it's 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 literally like I, I'm a big puzzle person. I, I do a lot of puzzles, like I can do a thousand-piece puzzle in probably like a half a day. <laughs> I'm serious. That's, so, That's
3: an amazing nugget. Straight B- focus. Big on puzzles. So, big on yeah.
2: Puzzles. So like the way you organize it, and and then it all starts. You're like, oh, I see all these pieces go to, you know, just it all kind of comes together. And I really liked kind of figuring out that piece of the puzzle, but also, you know, taking from different sources. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And I, I, but there is a point, like. Bob Dylan, when I paint my masterpiece, you gotta put it, You have to put it down after a point or else it just starts yeah. getting well, to be too much. It's,
1: it sounds like your approach from the 10 minutes we've been talking is to not overthink something but be very focused and diligent and get it done.
2: Yes. That sound I, about right? Exactly. I have, to, I have to set a schedule for myself because when you, when you fear something, you avoid it. I was fearful of starting the song because I just was like, how am I even going to do this? But when I just force myself to sit down and do it, maybe that's why I, I got it done so quickly. Cause I just was like, you're just gonna do this. This is, you're gonna dedicate two to three hours to this and let's yeah. see what happens. And whenever I do that, I'm like, I get it done pretty, pretty quickly. And I'm like, oh, okay.
1: That's, that's good work habits. Basically, <laughs> it's, you know? it's good work. Habits. Um, so, so another question, well, Neil, I'm gonna ask you the same question. What was your favorite part about recording this song? Or your favorite part of the finished product, either one.
3: Well, my favorite part of the finished product was Sarah's producing that little like synth thing at the end where it's like, you know, like, I don't know what you did. You cut off some kind of synth and it just really made this cool noise at the end. And then just kind of the way Sarah, I mean, just working on it in general, the way Sarah um, did change it up, even change the the structure of the song. But I feel like she maintained the the vibe and kind of the, the feeling of the song.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah. Now, Sarah, one one more question. You did take the outro and choose to basically use it as a bridge in the song. You moved the end of the song to a different location in the song. Why did you do that?
2: Yeah, like, when I listened to her her original song, I was about to turn off the track, and I was like, whoa, there's more song left. And I, I had no idea, like, cause again, because I had it wasn't, like, a song I was so familiar with. I didn't, yeah. and I was like, what is this? And I was like... I know what this is. This is a bridge. <laughs> and I felt like <laughs> you kind of miss what she's talking. It kind of, I feel like it's the rug that ties in the room a little bit. It kind mm-hmm. of bridges mm-hmm. everything together. And I um, I really wanted it to be more a part of the song. It felt natural where, where it was. But I felt like, I was like, this needs to go in the song. This needs to be included. And I felt like it yeah. kind of...
1: Well, I think it, it, it sounded natural. I mean, you, you made it sound like that's kind of where it was. So I think that was a good decision. Last question for both of you. Did you do anything uh, special? Like what guitars did you play a mandolin you said? Yep. And anything, what else?
3: And a wah pedal um, that I've had since I was 16. So I've had it for over 20 years and I was just marveling that um, it's still just doing me, doing me <laughs> good.
1: What? Wh- what kind of wah pedal is it?
3: Well, it was funny because it, it's a real McCoy wah. It's like custom made in California. This was twenty years ago. My mom mm-hmm. got me a nice wah for Christmas, but I was like, it's not the one, Mom. And she yeah. sent it back and got me the one I wanted. Nice. And it,
1: it's not the it's not the real McCoy mom. And
3: it's lasted twenty years. So um it's it was nice. it was worth the gift shaming on mom.
2: Well, <laughs> good, if you're gonna get deal. it, just get the right one the first time.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Last longer. Yeah. Um now Sarah, what um, what kind of guitar did you use on it? Uh, that you know, are you using any effects that you hadn't used before that you liked? You know, to point out.
2: I played my old tried and true Martin, but I don't. When I record guitar, I don't. I don't plug it in the system. I record into the mic.
1: I do the same. I, I use my Guild and I record into the mic. So
2: yeah, I use my my, my Martin guitar. That that's the first guitar I bought my, for myself. It's like my trusty old friend. Like I feel like I need him there with me. So <laughs> I do, yeah. I, and I, I didn't even run, I didn't even run anything through a um, auto tune program or anything like that. So if you, you know, if you hear the, you know, I'm a little out of tune or tone or whatever it is, it's because I just purposely kind of wanted to keep that song just a little bit, a little bit rough because I feel yeah. like that makes it more human.
1: Mm -hmm. And
3: so, yeah,
2: I didn't, I didn't go big on effects. He did enough effects where I didn't have to. (laughs) Yeah.
3: No, in a good way.
2: No, no. In a good way.
3: I think the part you used the most was my like crazy spacey mandolin. We want to thank Sarah
1: Flannery and Eric Holt for throwing down on bass.
2: Yeah. If you ever need, I'm not trying to plug Eric Holt and his music stuff, but if you need, if you need stuff fast,
3: Okay, and good okay. and
2: clean. He's we'll he's take like it. he's a we'll re- really it. good guy to go to.
3: Email me the number.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he's got like he produces a bunch of stuff and he's just really a sweet, really good guy.
1: Cool. And do you have anything you want to plug?
2: Like conceptually been working on an album for for a while and I just and so I have to like schedule some time to do it cuz I I'm I don't and I'm terrified of it. So <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So we'll we'll be on the lookout for yes. this this EP. And in the meantime, you have another EP that's currently on Spotify and Apple. Correct? I do.
2: I have slice, so it, it's definitely it's not in this vein. Um, it's It's a country blues rock folk hashtag lots of these other, singer-songwriter, how many other things can you yeah. add to it? But I'm really All proud it. of it. I think they
1: just call that Americana now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, I'm I'm really proud of it. It was an album that I never got to finish, and so it became those five
1: songs. On On that note, um, <laughs> go listen to Slice. Thank you. Sarah Flannery on uh, Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to music. And But wait until after you hear our, her cover of Billie Eilish's Bad guy.
0: White shirt, now red, my bloody no sleeping. You're on your tippy toes, creeping around like no one knows. Think you're so criminal, bruises. Cynical. So you think that you're a tough guy? Like it really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just always a so puff guy. I'm the bad type. Make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. I'm the bad guy. You're a tough guy, like it really rough guy Just can't get enough guy, just always a so puff guy I'm a bad guy, make your mom a sad time, Make your girlfriend mad time, might seduce your dad type I'm the bad guy, duh I'm the bad guy